let us begin. We're blessed to have the opportunity. Oh, we're back to this. We're blessed. Okay, we're blessed to have an opportunity to begin anew. To begin new, and one of the blessings, if anyone wants a purity of speech, your own purity of speech, your own purity of speech, feel free. I don't want this to fall. Feel free to. Oh. Okay. Thank you. Feel free to take one and to keep it as we are uh, continuing on the journey of, of trying to understand ourselves and live in the world. Oh, Rabbi Lazarus is here. See this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But even before, I want to say, before we even give the clap, I just thank Yeshua, just that you guys understand the context over here is that Rabbi Lazarus uh, could be... You know, uh, Rabbi Lazarus is a very um, hush of a person that I suggest every... What? I know, I know, I know. Of course. Rabbi Lazarus, first of all, what time is your Derech Hashem Shir? Four o'clock. Rabbi Lazarus is a uh, Rosh Hashiva emeritus, which means he was a Rosh Hashiva of Ar Sameach for many, many years. Um, and we're blessed and honored to have Rabbi Lazarus in the yeshiva uh, and the fact that he's giving a Derech Hashem shir. Uh, if anyone saw his syllabus, does anyone here know what a syllabus, before they went to his shir? Uh, that doesn't count if you heard from Rabbi Lazarus. A syllabus is not a Jewish, um, sorry, is not a, uh, a syllabus is a high level sort of um, context of how to learn something. And Rabbi Lazarus has a whole syllabus, let me just show you, for Derech Hashem, which is an outline. You could Google the word syllabus, I don't know the exact word, an outline of everything that will be covered over the, the, the class, over the shir and Derech Hashem, which is uh, incredible. So now why am I saying that? I'm saying that, that why would Rabbi Lazarus spend his time, that's true. But why am I introducing Rabbi Lazarus like this? Because why would Rabbi Lazarus, who's, I don't think he's 18 to 20 years old, a guy in the yeshiva, why would he be sitting here in this year? Why would he be sitting in this year? So it's very validating to have someone of Rabbi Lazarus' stature sitting in the year because should I tell you what's validating? Not that it validates that, that I'm giving a good shear. What it validates, that also definitely, definitely make, thank you, definitely makes me feel good. Thank you. I'll take that. Thank you, Momo. That feels good. I'll take that whenever you can give me a clap. I like the, the round of applause as well. But, but not just for that. There, there, there's a part of me that obviously feels good. But it validates what we're doing. Because what are we doing? What we're doing is we're trying to get to know ourselves. We're trying to be honest. We're trying to work on ourselves. And to have a man who is a little bit older than all of us here, he can be your grandfather, maybe even your great-grandfather, uh, thank you so much, Aviel, is very validating to what we're doing. Because it's not just that we're learning, it's a sheer. We're, we're journeying together. As I wrote on the chat today, um, and as, uh, as we all know, in order to change and to grow, you, you, it's very subtle to change and to grow. If anybody wants a notebook or a pen, 
uh, anyone wants a uh, purity of speech, it's here. Uh, when plants grow, you can't see the plant grow. When people grow, you can't see them grow. And growth takes um, very, uh, it's very subtle, very subtle. You need to water your plants, you need to make sure they have sunshine, you need to care for them, you need to be totally invested day in, day out, and that's only a plant. Could you imagine a child? Could, could you imagine a human being? Ki adam etzasada, we just had that in the parsha a few weeks ago, ki adam etzasada. We're all like, um, we're all like trees, and we need growth, and you'll never see the growth on a daily basis. You'll never see the growth. And what we need to try and learn to do is to take it little by little, step by step, as Rabbi Akiva, you all know the famous story from Avostur Abnasan of Rabbi Akiva, where what was the uh, inspiration of Rabbi Akiva? The inspiration of Rabbi Akiva was when he saw the rock that had a hole in it. You guys familiar with this? And he saw the drip, the one little small drip. We want, what are we looking like we said last year? I want to be famous. I can't wait till this one thing. I was speaking to someone today, right? Till you, till you, you know, you want to express. A lot of people have that when they're trying to express themselves. I have all my trauma and all my darkness and I just want to get it all out. So I wish I could just like throw it all up in one shot, just speak to my therapist, speak to my Rebbe, speak to my friend, and just like get it all out, and I get it all out, and then I'm fixed, I'm, I'm new. Wrong planet, wrong everything. That's not the way life works. The, la- the way life works is day in, day out, one day you have a bad day, the other day you have a good day, and you keep on getting back on the horse. You keep on getting up little by little. So when Rabbi Lazarus at his age, at his wisdom, is going to be part of this shear to validate that even at his age, he's sitting here to learn something. So could you imagine what we have to learn? So with that in mind, thank you, Rabbi Lazarus. Thank you. God bless you. Avigdor, you had something, Viggy. You wanted to say something? Yeah. Avigdor, yes. Yeah, I had a Yeah, love it. Go. That, that what? To a therapist, a Rebbe, a friend, to express and to get it out. Correct. No, no, no. I wasn't saying not to do that. I was well, saying... I know. I just want to like, No, no, because it's true. But the point is, is that it's not that... That's not the answer. The answer is it's, it's little by little. It takes time. It takes time. Things take time. It's not, I came to Shira, now I got it. I went to my therapist, now I got it. Yes, you, we all have moments of epiphanies. You could look up that word also. We all have moments of, aha, right? I fell in love with the girl, right? You're going to have a moment where you're going to, Mir I give a bracha to everybody here, and it's not a simple bracha. But I'm being serious. I give everybody here a bracha that you will fall in love with your future wife. Amen. Fall in love with her. But the reality is, is that it's, that's just going to be a moment. It's not going to last forever. It will not last forever. And what you'll have to do is slowly, you're going to have to work at it. Slowly, slowly, 
patient. I had someone in Shalom Bias once ask me, so Rebbe, how long is it going to take till I get this right? I said, about 20 years. So now, on one hand, that sounds very discouraging. On the other hand, it's actually very encouraging. Why? Because take your time. Take your time. You'll get there. So I want to say, speaking of time, usually we start off talking in a hachana for, um, for uh, purity of speech. But I just want to say, which, which this is very much connected to our day three, which we're on, is that our focus we've been talking about is to focus in. Lashon hara mitzora, mitzora is always out. He's motzi ra. Mitzora is what happens when someone speaks lashon hara. You become a le- leprosy, which is it's not the same leprosy as the way it is, but a mitzora. What is a mitzora? Is motzi ra? Is the pshat that you have bad inside of you? We all know this. Hurt people, hurt people. Bitter people see bitterness outside of them. When I learn to fix myself, heal myself, love myself, suddenly I can accept, I can give space to another person. If I give space to myself, I can let people in my space. I can give space to other people. So now one of the things that we have written over here, and I want to talk just about the, because we were talking about um, the phones and the internet and TikTok and, and all of these um, um, I don't know what it's called, the, the social media, but let's say a better word than that. It's, um, it's distraction from connecting to me. It's a distraction from connecting to me. Now, if someone wants to take out a calculator, let's please do this all together because we think that Lashon Hara is the problem when the problem maybe is my distraction on social media which will bring me to speak Lush and Hara. So someone's going to say, oh, come on, Rabbi, that's cheap. You're going to tell me because I, I'm on social media and because I'm on my phone, so therefore I'm going to speak Lush and Hara? Now, I never did a statistical, statistical, uh, we'll have Dr. Yehuda can get, do the statistics on that, but I can tell you one thing. I am willing to bet money, I'm not going to bet any money, a gentleman's bet, that, that social media and watching the news, and I'm talking about even Jewish from news, watching news and being exposed to other people's lives equals being in other people's business, which equals Lush and Hara. And how ironic is it that what does the Chafetz Chaim say? Mi ha'ish ha'chafetz what? Who wants life? And what's the answer? Someone who doesn't speak Lashon Hara. So ready for this, guys? Watch this equation. Hear the math of this. Again, who wants life? Who wants life? Someone who doesn't speak Lashon Hara. Now, right, we have the equation. I wish we had a board because we could write this on. Yitzi, we got to get one of those. I'm not joking. I want a board. We'll start writing on the board over here. Who is the one who wants life? Someone that's number one. You guys can write it down. Shua's going to write it. Right? The second thing is what? I want life. The second thing is what? Don't speak Lashon Hara. The third thing I'm saying is social media. You're on your phone. You're done. Ready for this one? You guys got the first three? Watch number four. Here's number four. 
And the average person spends time on his distractor. The average person. Okay, thank you, Shua and Shmuley Hambling, for putting this together. An average of, we said how long? Someone can look this up. Seven, eight hours. Okay? Now, you start at 13 years old. That gives you 72 years. We're assuming you'll live till 85, 90, which is not bad. I'll take that. 72 years. If anyone wants to do the math of this, you could, it's being recorded. So if someone wants to change this or challenge this, we want the truth over here. We're not trying to manipulate or, or control or convince anybody of anything. We're talking facts, right? 72 years, the average person will have his phone over his life. Next, seven hour a day times six days a week, will give you Shabbos off, is 42 hours a week. Everybody with me so far? So you're on your phone. That's if you're seven hours. Moshe, you're doing it? 72, what? Mayor, are you doing it? Oh, you're checking out what? So tell me average. Good, let's do. Great, great. Tell me. I said, I'm not trying to. Of what? Spends what? Okay, you know what? Everyone check your phones later. It's about seven hours, okay? Let's do seven hours. Okay, Mayor, you're right. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the diet in a second. But let's assume, Mayor, let, let's get the point. I, I got you. I'm not trying. We could do this again tomorrow. Seven hours. Let's just go with the flow. Seven hours. Seven hours. Seven hours times six equals, you guys know math, seven times six equals 42. 42 hours a week times 52 weeks a year. Do that on math. Someone do that. It is 2,184 hours. 2,184 hours is how many days? Divide that by 24 is how many days? Ready for this? 98 days of your year. 98 days out of your year, you just put through down the toilet. Ready for this one? Here we go. 98 days a year times 72 years is 7,054 days divided by 365 equals 19.33. That means you spend 20 years on your phone in your lifetime. 20 years! So instead of you being 85 years old, 72 years old, whatever it is, you're 52 years old. So you die at 90, you really died at 70. Now, let's do the equation on the board. Number one was what? Mi ha'i Who is the one who wants life? Was that the first one? Yeah. What was the second one? Someone who doesn't speak Lashon Hara. And I came in here, and what did I say? A chutzpah. I came in here, I said, social media. Guess what? What did you just do with social media? You cut off what? 20 years of your life. I'll take a round of applause for that one, guys. That's insane. Okay, good, yeah, we'll talk. Good. That wasn't the point. The point was we're talking about having life. I want my life. 
I want to have a life. The world out there, and I'm proud to say this, I'm not apologizing to say this, I'm proud to say this. The world outside of the base medrash, whether this triggers you or not, you'll speak to Yehud as a great therapist, Simcha Rab is a great therapist. There are many people you could speak to, and you could speak to me as well. I'm not a therapist. You could speak to Rebbeim. There are many Rebbeim here, beautiful people. We understand trauma, whatever I'm going to say that might trigger you. The world outside here wants to shorten your life. That's what they want. They don't want you to be healthy. They don't want you to work on yourself. They don't want you to say, stop with your phone. Over here, you're able to say, okay, whoa, why was I born? What do I want to do in the morning? What do I want to do in the afternoon? How am I going to live my life? What's it all about? And when you sit around in a room and you speak Lashon Hara and you're focused on everybody else, Yes, Mayor, go. Right, exactly. Okay, good. We got it. I wasn't worried. Thank you, man. Thank you for the honesty. Thank you. Okay, let's learn the halacha. We're on page 23. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, page 22. Imagine you are facing a difficult trial and a group of lawyers. How, how many shemaim is this, guys? Because we're all coming to a trial in a few weeks. Imagine page 22. Anyone who needs a, a, a purity of speech, you can have your own, your very own. Come get it over here. Everybody has one? Did everyone, who, who wants one? Come, Effie, come. Oh, you have one? No problem. Take another one. Shefa, exactly. Chaim. Put it all. You need one? Yeah, yeah, of course. I don't know. Ask right now. The first one, no, no, quickly. The first one is Miha Isha Chafetz Chaim. The second is, it's the Pasuk. The second thing is, don't speak Lashon Hara. I threw in a third one that seems to be not connected, social media. I said, I'm throwing it out. And number four, the fact that social media cuts off 20 years of your life, fit, the beautiful, fit it beautifully. That's it. I didn't even, you know, yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yes, Shua. Before we get to the halacha. Yeah. Maybe a full week or maybe a yes. month. Yes. But there's certain ways to, to fully stop doing things that you're not trying to do. Like they say quitting cold turkey. Good. Okay, you're getting in the practical. Learn how to slowly learn about right. what your addiction is. Right, right. And fighting combat it. So right. I'm on my phone for 20 years of my life. How, how am I going to get 10 back right now? Okay. How am I going to work on good, it? Good, good. Okay. What's, what's, good. What's the way you're working on it right now. Sure. Good. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the answer to that question. It's a great question. You're asking practically, what do we do? You're doing it right now. We're fighting it right now as we're talking about it. That I said, when, when the Hevra wants to come together and come talk to me about something practical in yeshiva, I'm waiting for you guys. I'm not doing anything. I'm waiting for, for the Hevra to come together and say, we must do something practical. It's not the forum for this year right now, but yes, we'll put it inside. Okay. Great, okay, so do I. We all do. Okay, thank you, Shua. We'll get there. Okay, yes, thank you, Shua. I like that, good. You're right, we got to practically figure it out, but it's not for now. Okay, page 22. Imagine you're facing a difficult try and a group of lawyers offer to come before the judge to prove your innocence. Wouldn't you grab the offer no matter how much the cost? 
Similarly, we have a promise that in heavenly court, listen to this, guys, Malachim will come to our defense before Hashem, the righteous judge, and defend us. It won't even cost us any money, time, or work. All we have to do is think. What should we think? We need to think positively about our fellow Jews. As Chazal tell us, Hadan et chavero lekav schus, somebody who judges his friend for the benefit of the doubt, yadinuhu lekav schus. So if anybody here wants to have a good Rosh Hashanah, you don't even have to worry about coming into shul. You don't even have to worry about going to yeshiva. You don't even, believe it or not, I'm going to say this, you don't even have to go to Uman. You know what you could do? Judge people favorably. You judge people favorably, you're good to go. As Chazal tell us, one who judges other favorably, Hashem will in return judge him favorably. Now I just want to read one more thing on this, page 23. We're not going to do every halach, the whole thing. You guys could look it over yourselves. A note of caution, most people, page 23 on the bottom, I said this the other day, most people who do not keep mitzvos do not fall under the category of rishayim because they are tinokos, shenizbu. The chazanish said this many, many years ago. I've seen it brought down, quoted for sure nowadays. Therefore, we are required to judge them favorably. Okay, that's the halacha. Um, I do want to say one point, which is very important, and that is, and then we'll discuss a little bit. Yes, Arye. Um, so you know you said, uh, when someone says Hashem Harder, it's Motsi Ra. Yes. So uh, if you hear someone say, I asked this story somewhere else, if yeah. someone say Lashon Harder, yes. yeah, you can forgive them, but you said also Lashon Harder, it's, it's from bitterness. Right. But it also breeds bitterness. Correct. If you hear someone say Lashon Harder about you, right. you get bitter about Correct. you. Correct. How do you judge someone favorably Yeah. How do you judge them favorably? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, correct. So one of the ways you could judge them favorably, you could say they didn't know that it's Lashon Hara. They didn't know it's Lashon Hara. They think, so some people say, oh, it's true. Why is it Lashon Hara? It's true. Uh, yeah, you don't realize that Lashon Hara means it's true. So th- that could be one way. And you can make up stories. The more you make up things. Make up stories in your head. Make up stories. He doesn't know what Lashon Hara is. He didn't mean it. That's not really what he said. He was making a joke. You could make up stories in your head. It's very difficult. What if it's like purposefully like they, they did it? Yeah, like good. You have to ask. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's hard. You don't. You want to dive into Hashem. The Chavetz Chaim says that's why we learn the Hilchas Lashon Hara. When you learn the Hilchas Lashon Hara, Aryeh, Hashem will protect you. You want to hang around people who don't speak Lashon Hara. You want to don't not to be exposed to it. All of us are in circumstances where that's what happens. Now, I want to speak about something. I want to say, thank you, Arya. Thank you, Arya. Good question. Thank you. Yes, Shlomo. Would Rabbi say that the best way to work on yourself and stay much in is to love yourself more? Yeah, um, there it is. That's it. Vahafta l'reacha kamoicha. So if I hate my friend, it means I hate myself. And you know what? Shlomo, that's exactly the point. You know why? If I'm so busy investing in me, I don't got time to speak Lashon Hara. Why? You're going to start talking about Yankel? Sorry, I want to talk about me. Not because I'm a narcissist, not because it's all about me, but I'd rather have, if me and you, Shlomo, are having a conversation, I'd rather talk about you and talk about me. I have that with my family all the time. I'm sitting with my wife and my children after a long day. 
Why would I want to talk about anybody else? I want to hear how my son's day is. I want to hear how my daughter's day is. I want to hear how my wife's day is. I want them to hear how my day is. Why would I want to talk about the rabbi's speech? Why would I want to talk about some stupid political thing that has nothing to do with me? I'd rather talk just about me and you. And that's loving myself and loving you together. So a thousand percent. If we would invest in understanding ourselves, forgiving ourselves, loving ourselves, blah, 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 not only would I have the space to love everybody else, I wouldn't even have the time to speak about anybody else. Thank you, Shlomo. Well said, Shlomo. Well, well said. I love it. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Now, one thing I want to say, and then I want to start a little Masils Yasharim in a deeper way, and that is, obviously, if there are questions, we could go with the questions. I want to say one thing. It's a very high level to judge someone for the benefit, as Arya was saying. It's very difficult to see someone doing something that is clearly negative or someone who triggers you, someone who makes you feel a certain way, and to see the good. My advice to everybody is twofold. Number one, number one is try not to judge at all, which is try not to look there at all. The second you're looking somewhere, I always say that's already 90% of the problem. When you're looking at someone else, because it's very normal when we look at someone, we're automatically judging someone. That's number one. So try not to look. I know that sounds weird. It was like that thing I said about Yoshua Benelli who worked out and did the national uh, body work thing when I said that the, for the opening schmooze of yeshiva. And he told me when I'm working out, I can't compare myself. Comparison? Write this one down. Comparison is the thief of joy. So the second I'm doing well and then I look to my left or I look to my right, that's when problems begin. What? Yeah. That's when you start saying it. You get jealous. What happens, Abraham? You, you, I, get, I get jealous and that feels bad. He's better looking than me. Not everyone's as good looking as you. Baruch Hashem big, strong, you start intimidating me. So what do I do? I start knocking you down to my friends. Why? Makes me feel good. But what did I do? I started comparing myself to you. That's when we have trouble. I started getting jealous. You're jealous of somebody. The way to beat that, instead of saying, okay, how do I work on myself? Why am I jealous of him? What's going on? Which is the second thing. The second thing you can do, second thing you can do is like this. The second thing you could do, and this is very hard, so the first thing is don't look at anybody else. The second thing is that if you looked at someone else and then you get, we'll say the word triggered, even though I'm, I'm uh, soon I'm going to be a little bit anti that word because people use it too much, but we'll use it for now. You get triggered. It triggers you. Ask yourself the question, as I always tell people, when you point at one person, you have three fingers pointing at yourself. So when I'm pointing at that guy, that guy's that. Why did Hashem show me that guy? Because I really, why am I triggered? Why does that bother me so much? Ask yourself. Instead of seeing the guy who took a lot of chicken at supper and saying, oh my gosh, that guy is always overstuffing his plate and he doesn't even finish the meal. So first of all, I don't know why you're looking at the guy. But now that you looked at the guy, why does it bother me so much that he takes so much chicken? Would it bother me a lot if my little cute brother like, took extra chicken or I'd laugh at him and say, oh gosh, he's such a cutie pie. Why does it bother me so much? 
That's the second thing I would do. Why does it bother me? And take notes. If you're really serious about yourself, take notes. You know why? Because if you're someone that everyone bothers you and so many things bother and you have notes, you will have a very beautiful picture of who you are because those people who bother you say a lot of things about you. Question, comments on that? Yes, Yehuda. Excited about this one. Yeah. You know, uh, like an experience as well as public thing where we're talking about what we talk about and seeing how it's really like, you know, helping me create the life that I want to have. So, uh, so firstly, this morning, mom, this morning, ooh, I had such a wild moment. Uh, recently, in, in 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 like my therapy. Yeah. Inspiring. Thank you, Yehuda. Beautiful. Oh, Lazarus. Listen up, everybody. Take notes. Listen up. I, I don't have anything as dramatic. <laughs> but uh, I found over the years that um, if you look for positive things about people, so then it makes it much easier to deal with rub you the wrong way, okay? Um, including your own family members. Uh, I have a list of over 100 positive traits. I have 100 negative traits also. I don't use that. That's for me. But positive traits, <clears throat> when I didn't start a condition in many couple of years, I usually give the Hossa and Kala a list of positive traits. And I say, you have to know if you can say 10 good things about your mate, at the snap of a finger, I promise you, you'll be able to get through almost anything in life. And 
Um, and that, should, that applies to friends also. If you, you have to make sure that if you call, consider somebody your friend, you should be able to say five good things about you. I, in, in my experience, when I interviewed Colo guys for Colo, I would say to them, uh, can you tell me five good things about yourself? And I would get responses like, uh, 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 I said, okay, so you really need one of them. Okay, tell me four more. You know, and people sweat. They have all the time thinking. And it's not that they don't think about that. They don't have the vocabulary. They don't know the words. So to make a list of yourself. Beautiful. Amazing. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you. Can we get can we get a copy? Could you could you give us a copy of that list? So Rabbi Lazarus is going to make a copy. It's great because it's always easier. Great. So we'll 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 bring tomorrow Mir Tashem or whenever Rabbi Lazarus gives copies of because it's very good because then you could even with yourself imagine if you made a list of the things that are positive about yourself. Say, wow, I'm good at this. I'm good at this. You start feeling good, like Shlomo said. You start loving yourself and seeing the good in yourself, you'll start seeing the good in others as well. Okay, yeah, Yehuda. Um, regarding examples of stuff, yeah. the difference with what you're, you're thinking versus what you're saying. Yeah, very good. Well, yeah, so again, the, so that's a very good point. Um, the speaking Lashon Hara begins with thinking. We're now talking about the world of thinking. If I could change, yes, I could think negatively and don't say anything. That's great. But that's more of... What? You say negatively and say positive. The goal you want to be is to train yourself to see the positive. That's the goal we want to get to. We don't want it to be, I hate this guy, I hate this guy, I hate this guy, but uh, I'm not going to say Lashonara because I learned Hilchus Lashonara. That's, of course, a good start. You want it to be... I don't even pay attention. I'm not even interested in talking about this guy. Every, everyone's beautiful, beautiful, awesome. Or like Rebel Azar says, yeah, I can, li- I can list for you 10 things great about this guy. That's, that's the goal. The goal is you want to change your, your what? Correct. Correct. Right. Right. Correct. Okay, beautiful. I want to start... Um, I want to start on Masil um, Sisharim, just to talk out the first paragraph. We have a few minutes. I just want to start um, as Parak Aleph. And the Ramchal tells us something that is so powerful. And many of the tzaddikim used to just repeat this line over and over and over and over and over again. Because this line is, is uh, the root and the foundation and the... Um, as he says, the Yisod and the Shoresh of everything. And that is, Sheyisbarer v'yisameitz eitzel ha'adam ma chovaso ba'alamo. Which basically means the first step in living the life that you want to live is you first have to take a step back and you have to clarify Yisbarer and yes, to be misameitz like we spoke in the opening schmooze, you have to be honest with yourself. The way to be honest with yourself is usually to have someone else with you, to reflect with somebody else. 
because you will not be honest with yourself. As I said many times, there's only one person who you can't see, and that's yourself. You're the only person who you can't see. Everybody here can see me. I can't see myself. Everybody else can see you. You can't see yourself. Oh, there are parts of us that we know about ourselves, but our minds and the Yitzhahara tricks us, tricks us to think, right? If you tell someone, sometimes it comes with false humility. Oh, I'm not this, I'm not that. But to know yourself. It doesn't say ba'olam, but the Ramchal says ba'olamo. In your life, what am I responsible to do in my life, in my world? What does my world consist of? It's not about Australia. It's not about South Africa. It's not about America. It's not the world. What is my, what is my obligation in the world at large? The question is, what is my obligation now in my life based on the circumstances I have, based on my father, based on my mother, based on my siblings, based on my tithes, based on my circumstance, based on my age. An 18-year-old has a different responsibility than a 25-year-old. Yehuda is talking about what? He's talking about his daughter. He's talking about his children. He has a different role than you guys have. You're in yeshiva now. You're not at work. You have the relationship you have with this person, with that person, with this person, with that person. And the root of everything is to take a step back and say, what is it that I am clarifying about my life? The biggest problem is we don't have clarity. We don't have clarity. Amalek is Gematria Suffolk. Amalek is the mister, the, the ultimate Yetzirah. What does he do? I'm not sure. Maybe. I'm not sure, maybe, 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 I'm not so sure. When you have clarity, when you have clarity of what you're supposed to do, what you want to do, that's why I'm an anti the word should. I should, I should, I should. What do I want to do? What is it that I, where where do I want to go? What do I want to do today? What do I want to do tonight? No one ends up, that's why I said, right, oh, I hope, right, I, I, I said this when we used to give the shir in the morning. Some Harab actually made this up. Have a good day. I don't want to have a good day. I want to make sure that I create a great day. I don't want to hope I have a good year. I don't want to hope I have a good week. I'm going to, if that's your goal, some guy might have a goal, I want to chill. I just want to chill. I need to learn how to chill. But you first want to clarify. And I'll end off with a story. There's the story of the guy. Many of you have heard this from me with the guru. I actually heard this from somebody. You might know who it is. Your family for sure knows David Gutman. I don't know anybody here who knows David Gutman. Allah Shalom was a very close friend of mine who had a very challenging life. And he passed away very young, Erev Shavuos, one of a very close friend of mine who I grew up with. And I remember he said over the story on Sukkot about the guru who someone asked him, how do you become successful in life? So he says, come meet me at the beach. So he met him at the beach. And he says, okay, come with me. He says, what are we doing at the beach? I want to be successful in life. He brought him. He says, come with me in the water. He says, what are you taking me in this water? I don't want to be a... Uh, I'm not looking to be a surfer. 
He brings him in the water. And what does he do? He shoves him into the water. And the guy's like struggling, what's going on? And then he pops up. He's like, he's like, what are you doing? I hired you to tell me how to be successful in life. So he says, I will. I, I did right now. He says, why? What did you do? He says, I, I have a question for you. What were you thinking about when you were under the water? So he says, I, I couldn't think about anything. I just was thinking about one thing. I got to breathe. I got to breathe. I got to breathe. I was obsessed with, I got to breathe. I got to breathe. I got to breathe. He says, that's how you're going to be successful in life. When you are clear about what you want to get to, and you think about it all the time, not obsessing in an unhealthy way, but you are committed. You know the main thing. Here it is, guys. We waited uh, not even, a, is it a week? Not yet. I got it before the week. What's, what is it, guys? Everyone who's, anyone who's heard this year? You're waiting thing, for this? The main, the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. I have on my desk in yeshiva, right here. I have my desk in yeshiva. My main things, because we get distracted. The main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. And it's not just a cute quote, Rabbi Fisher, it's so cute. He says it, okay, blah, blah, blah. Think about it. Do you have a main thing? I don't mean just you, Zach. I know you do. But I'm saying, what, think about it yourself. What is your main thing? Because people think it's about making a list of 30 things. I promise everybody here, it's not about making a list of 20 things. It's not even about making a list of 10 things, believe it or not. It's probably a list of one or two, maybe three things that are your main things. And that's what the Ramchal tells us. And everything I do, that becomes first. That is first things first. By the way, that's on the book. We're going to get everyone a list of the books to read. As I'm saying it, there is a book called First Things First, which is where that quote really comes from. The main thing is to keep the main thing. The main thing is because what happens is we forget why I'm here. We forget what my purpose is. And you have to remind yourself. What do we have to speak about? Lashon Hara again? How many times do we have to learn Chavetz Chaim again? You know why? Because I want that to be Mi Ha'isha Chavetz Chaim. I want to remind myself every day that I, like Shlomo said, I want to invest in me. How many times do you have to say that a day to remind yourself that you got to invest in me? As many times as, as I got to. Whether I put it on my thing, whether I put it on my screen, wherever you put it, I want to keep that my main thing. Hashem should help us all. We should be Zoha. We should all be Zoha. We should all be Zoha. You know, everyone worries about their future and gets sometimes depressed about their past. That's the regular Haser Satan Milfanenu Umeacharenu. What do we say? This Yetzahara comes and what does he do? Ah, you messed up. You did this Avera. You're messed up. There's something wrong with you. Or how are you going to survive in the future? How are you going to make it in the future? That's how the Yetzahara talks. What do we got to do? We got to do today. That's all we got to do. We got to do from 6.30 at night, right now. How is my evening going to be? Where's my focus? What am I going to do? And then you wake up in the morning, what's my morning going to be like? Then you wake up in the afternoon, what's my afternoon going to be like? Etc., etc. And we have to always try, as the Ramchal says, to try and remind ourselves to live today. To live today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry. It doesn't mean you can't plan for tomorrow. But you plan for tomorrow today. So Hashem will help us all have an amazing continuation of the first day of the rest of our life. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Shkoch. <laughs>